everybody, what's going on? My name is Mike. And I'm Tyler. And this is the Bonsai Popcast. I don't know what episode this is. I believe uh, I, it's episode 8. I could be wrong. It might could be, be episode, episode 9. Eight. I don't know. Might be episode... I don't know. I It's... it's. You tell it's us. Just, which one is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure it'll say in the, uh, in the actual... In the actual description of the show, hopefully, who knows? We never, we never know what's going on. We're with this very professional we here. That's <laughs> true. Um, so, Tyler, mm-hmm. how are you doing on this fine? What is it? Is it fucking Wednesday? It's dude? Wednesday, dude. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Well, hopefully, hopefully, we'll be able to get this out on Friday. Uh, we've been really busy lately, so like the podcast has been. Like between actually recording it and then editing it and then putting it out and then getting it onto things like YouTube, it's been all over the place. So hopefully this will get back on track before Hellmouth starts in October and things go cray cray bananas all over the place. Yeah, we got a lot planned for next month. So uh, that's right. We got to get our shit in gear, man. Yeah, and and hopefully views start picking up on the channel. Yeah, uh, they already seem to have At picked least a up little. with. Uh, yeah, at least a little bit with with our latest release on Violet Evergarden. So that that's exciting. It's exciting to see, you know. Yeah. For every extra person who watches a video, that's another extra person who's going to see our next video. So it's like, it, it's all connected, slow, man. Yeah. The the view velocity, whatnot. Um, and and here's one thing I forget every time is that every podcast is going to be somebody's first podcast. So just for the record, uh, my name is Mike Pixley. Uh, I'm a professional YouTuber. Uh, I used to be a musician. I've been working on YouTube for like five, six years, uh, making videos started with like games, journalism stuff. And now me and Tyler here have an anime channel, uh, where we talk about all sorts of shit about anime, but mostly just about how fucking cool some shows are. <laughs> yeah. We curate an excellent anime collection on our channel and talk about things that maybe you may have missed within them. Or well said, just how well awesome they are. Yes, very, very true. Or make you cry. Um, apparently, we make people cry a lot. <laughs> we do. I apparently have a I have a good way of making people cry, which is hilarious when you listen to this podcast because all we talk about is like dicks and farts. Yep. Speaking it's, of which, it's Tyler, very different. The, the real personalities come out here. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk to you today about fucking pornography. Oh, good. Good. So, I'm glad that yeah, we're just yeah, getting yeah. right into it. well i know i've been talking with the patrons a lot about how fucking funny i think that queefs are Mm -hmm. um because we all know we all know that queefs are the funniest of farts like there's many different kinds of farts is a queef Uh, a fart like i thought a fart had to come from your anus i mean it's either that or it's like a pussy burp (laughs) what would you prefer it be (laughs) uh i'm not they're both great first of all i just want to say this is not this is not a uh you know lesser of two evils here um oh man i think pussy burp i think is better overall uh that just sounds like so puke worthy dude i'm sorry pussy burp all right anyway so so like it's i don't know this this goes way back right do you ever watch sex talk with sue johansson no Okay, so Sue Johansson was like this old fucking lady uh, who had a show on, I think it was like Fox Family back before it was ABC Family, mm. uh, which I don't even think it's ABC Family anymore. I don't know. It was it was a channel that popped up, 
randomly in the late 90s. And it used to run like the Donkey Kong animated series and the Super oh, so Mario the Brothers Super stuff. Show. Well, for us, yeah, but like for the rest <laughs> of the world, no. Like nobody right, gave a right. shit about that crap. That, you you know? see, that was the joke, Mike. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, and it, it would run like Digimon uh, reruns, you know? So after Digimon ran on Fox Kids, they would play the the other ones on Fox Family or whatever. There was other shows. Pee-wee's Playhouse was on there. Uh, which was rad. It was a good channel before ABC bought it and turned it into like fucking teen drama crap. But anyway, at night it was all. Do you rem- do you remember at night when channels used to just like turn off? They're like we're done now, and then they just put on whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, commercials. Yeah. Just and like shit. listen, nobody's watching right now. So here, buy this bucket that is actually two buckets. Oh my god, that's so crazy that yeah, it's two buckets. Only, only four payments of $39.99, and we'll throw in an extra bucket if you buy in the next ten minutes. That's three <laughs> buckets for the price of one bucket. That's crazy. They're so well crafted. You can Tyler. pee in them, you can put other fluids in them, pour them <laughs> on your kids. Like <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, they're so versatile. It's so flexible too. Look at this. Look at that. I'm pulling on it and pushing in it. Like flex tape buckets. <laughs> exactly. So this channel at night would run uh this show called the Seven Hundred Club. hmm I don't know what it is. I think it's like religious. Uh, uh it I, sounds I can't weird. Yeah. But before the 700 Club came on, they always had sex talk with Sue Johansson. So basically, it was, it was this old ass lady who didn't give a fuck. And she sat on a, like in a chair at a desk, almost like like Conan O'Brien, but just alone. And people would call in with questions for her, you know, and she would try to help people with their various sexual problems and shit. And it was fucking hilarious, dude. People called in with the stupidest questions, like even at even at. 10 years old i was like what and i remember specifically this uh this one woman called up one time and she was like she's like hi sue and sue's like hi how you doing she's like i have a question so my husband he really wants to he really wants to blow into my vagina <laughs> and sue, sue johansson was like what uh, like what do you mean blow into your vagina just like on the outside you know for like like tickling stuff and she's like no he 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 wants to blow into the hole and, and blow it up like a balloon and uh it, it kind of hurts you know and and i've heard that you know if it hurts it might not be a good thing and she's like do not your vagina is not meant to be blown up like a balloon, okay? You, that air could enter the cervix. You could have serious problems that way. You know, like, well, and, like, I was just rolling around in my fucking bed laughing because I was 10 years old and I had never thought about blowing up a vagina like a balloon. <laughs> Dude, um, I am 20 fucking nine years old and I have never thought about blowing up a vagina like a balloon <laughs> until now. <laughs> well, have you ever blown on a vagina before? I mean, maybe on it, not in it. Because it's hilarious. Like, if you hit it at the right angle, it goes... <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It'll make that noise every time. Just oh, try it I'm out sorry. Sometime. Kit just walked in on this and is like, please don't. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we have we have new tiers in our Patreon where you can come in and listen to this while we're doing it live. So, 
This, you know, this just goes to show you. Filmed in front um, of a live studio audience. <laughs> so anyway, so ever since then, I've been, I've, I've thought queefs were quite the funny thing. So, uh, so there was this. That's basically a man-made queef. Not that not all queefs are man-made, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, queefs have to more or less be manually. Uh, it, they have to happen manually, right? Like you don't generally just get air in your vagina mm. from what i understand okay i'm not trying to mansplain you ladies like if you have a constant <laughs> queef problem okay i'm not trying to demean to demean that but generally air is pushed inside there mm-hmm. you know by whatever objects and then, yeah, other and people then when it comes out it goes <laughs> or something you know some great some great noise like that um listen we're not physicists okay we don't know the yeah. rocket science behind how a queef is made we just know the basics <laughs> Yeah. Well, I so okay. So when I was when I was thirteen, right? I was I had, I had this really good friend named Corey, uh, mm-hmm. who I have no problem name dropping because <laughs> Corey Corey was the best and the worst. Um, we fought a lot when we were kids, mm-hmm. uh, but also like you know we'd been friends since we were in kindergarten. Uh, I still consider Corey my friend. Uh, he was a, he was a wild kid. Came from like you know, and I love his family, but like, come on, guys, you're white trash. You know it. Like, <laughs> you know it. We know it. We all live like we basically li- lived with them over the summer. You know, like my entire group of of like punk friends lived with Corey over the summer because his family just didn't give a fuck about what we did ever, ever. Mm. So I remember. Uh, oh God, I got fleas from his house one time, dude. Oh yikes. <laughs> It was the fucking worst. Like they had, they had two or three dog, three dogs, two dogs. I don't remember. Anyway, but they always, they were like, they always left their doors open at all times of the day and night. So it was like at night there was mosquitoes in the house. During the day there was flies in the house. Like it was just, <laughs> they just didn't give a fuck. This is Corey's grandparents, by the way. May they rest in peace. Love you. Uh, but uh, oh my god, Corey's grandfather was like blind. He had tunnel vision really bad like he could only see a sliver but he would still like chase us around with a compound bow mostly when he thought we were cory well okay so one time we were all pissing down the chimney right uh wait, wait, that might be the best start to a story <laughs> okay so one time right we were pissing down the chimney yeah it's really you know what? he had every fucking right to chase you around with a compound bow <laughs> Well, it was really easy to get on the roof of this guy's house, right? So, so me and Max and Corey are all pissing down the chimney, right? And fucking, I guess, I guess Grandpa heard, you know, the dribbles going down the chimney. And whenever that happened, he always knew it was because we were pissing down the chimney. So he fucking See, comes outside. That this happens on a regular basis. It's <laughs> so he comes out. He, sorry, I hit my mic. He, he comes outside and he's like, Corey, Corey, I'll fucking call you. Corey and Corey's like it wasn't me grandpa it wasn't me and he's like I know it was you Corey you little fuck where are you and then Corey climbed down the house like we all climbed down the house and Corey said like went behind me and he's like I'm right here right so Corey's grandfather being as blind as he was saw me and thought I was Corey and then chased me around the yard with a fucking compound bow dude and like as blind as he was he could hit a deer he still bagged deers like you know so it was it was very fucking scary uh Corey also I remembered showing up to his birthday party one time and I got out of the car and somebody dumped a bucket of water over my head and Corey came running at me with a bag of flour and smacked me with it and fucking antiqued me 
in- instantly. Like the second I got there, I was in- like instantly caked from head to toe in fucking flour. And my mom just like rolled her eyes, drove away. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that was that was the kind of guy that Corey was. He'd shoot you with an airsoft gun, like when you weren't looking. Um, yeah, he sounds great. He was. He was. He was a lot of fun. Uh, and I totally forgot why I brought this up. What were we? What were queefs? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, Corey had this cousin, um, and I don't remember her name. Uh, it was probably Becky or something like some white trash. We'll like just that. call her Quiff. 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 Uh, but she was a little bit older than us, you know. So she she had she had the boobies and everything. Um, and like, she was like, she was like kind of sexy in that trashy way, in that way where you like, I probably could. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like 13, we're hanging out like, you know, and we're there with our, with our girlfriends at the time, hanging out in the, in the trailer outside of their house. And, uh, Corey goes to his, he's, goes to his cousin. He's like, Hey, show him the trick. She's like, no, I'm not going to show him the fucking trick. He's like, show him the trick. It's awesome. And I was like, what's the trick? And he's like, just wait, just wait. So she like puts her hand down her pants and like makes this weird mo- like motion. Right. And I'm all, all, like instantly. I'm like, oh, this is hot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then it's just like, <laughs> like this chick, this chick has like designed a perfect way to make herself queef. And she would do it like on command. And it was it was like strangely sexy and disgusting at the same exact time. And it well, was, it's uh, just you have such control over your genitals. That's impressive, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, clearly this woman has explored herself, you know, farther than farther than most people would. She's also, gone she would with her, you have dared to go go before. Yeah. Also, as a thirteen year old, like anybody touching their own vagina in front of you is going to make you fucking jizz in your pants. Like, let's <laughs> let's be honest. Like that was at that time that was one of the dirtiest things I've ever seen in my life. But I remember when I got together with Devin. Uh, you know, I, we were, we got on the topic of queefs because that's, you know, that's what you do. And she was like, dude, have you ever seen queef porn? I was like, what? She's like queef porn. It's, it's like the funniest shit you'll, you'll ever fucking see in the world. And I was like, no. So she goes online and she finds fucking queef porn. And it is like, have you, have you, have you ever seen it? Can like, can you describe I, it? I can't say that I have ever searched for queef porn. So if I remember correctly, the first video I saw was this, like, it's always some big, bald, like, fucking steer of a guy. You know what I mean? Like, like well, I yeah, don't know. There's a type. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know if it's like, uh, I don't know if chicks, like, actually dig that. Like, the, the bald, blocky type dudes. Um, personally, like, that's not what gets me off. But, like, fuck. So there's this big dude with big, fat dick, right? And, like, some gross chick big floppy vagina and this guy is like just like going all the way out and all the way in as fast as he possibly can like like dick all the way out and then slamming it all the way back in mm-hmm. and it, it's it's in a rhythm it's like one two three four five six seven eight. and then you know and then he pulls out as hard as he can and the vulgar vagina is just like <laughs> and it's just like 10 minutes of that dude fucking 10 minutes in all different positions and shit it's so fucking what, gross what do, you, what do you think are the uh the rates that you get paid to make that versus regular porn i don't know 
I know, like, the more dicks that go in you at one time is more money. You know, anal is always more expensive than than just vaginal. Oh, sure. Solo is the... You get paid the less for so, for solo. Lesbian is less money than, uh, like, heterosex. Um, gay male sex, I think, is, is... You get paid a lot of money for that. You know um, way more than I expected you to know. <laughs> Dude, I've been what I've been looking at porn since I was like fucking nine. I mean, <laughs> so have I, but you still know more than I expected. <laughs> well, it interested, you know, it interested me. I was like, you know, maybe I like, you know, I could do that. Yeah, maybe I could get laid. But then I then I like looked into like the male role at, in porn in the porn industry. Not great. No, not it's great. Not, also, it's, it's like not great. Do you have a ginormously large penis? Are you eight inches or more? Well, do you hurt women on a daily basis? <laughs> Can you keep a boner when you can't feel the walls of somebody's vagina? That's the hardest part, right? Because like, yeah, I can like, do that. I, I, I'm just I, like, okay, so so I I had sex with a girl one time, um, when I was in high school. She was uh quite a bit older than me, mm-hmm. and it was very loose and i had difficulty with that you know what i mean especially with a condom on dude like the sensation was just not happening and that's the only time i've ever dealt with that you know what i mean mm. uh but yeah, it was, have you ever had your dick numbed yes by accident yeah exactly by accident but I, i've had that happen to me before kit says she was so relaxed she liked you yeah that that that's definitely what it was i fully <laughs> agree kit that's definitely what it was yeah, yeah she put but, I, but uh there, there's like mouth sprays so that you can numb your mouth so that you can like do like severe deep throating mm-hmm. and uh i've had experiences on the uh receiving end where the person that i was uh playing with put their mouth on me a little early and the numbing spray had not yet taken effect in just the mouth. And suddenly I was like, I can't, where's my dick? (laughs) I can't, I can't feel my dick dog. (laughs) Did she eat it? Is it gone? What happened? Oh my God, dude. But you know what? I I, I checked. I was like, you know what? Still hard. Cool. (laughs) So weird. Yeah. Like I remember I put, I put this condom on backwards the wrong time. Like, like I put it on inside out and it like mm. fucked, it like fucked up my dick for, for a long time. It's it like putting like, oh, in a, a contact, uh, the wrong way, man, but for your dick. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so my point of bringing up this is cause like queef, queef farts were not necessarily my intro into very strange porn, but there's a lot of really strange porn out there. Have you ever seen little is this, man is this porn? A porn episode? Is that what we're doing today? No, you this mean? is just the intro. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Okay. Like, have you ever seen little man porn? Yes. Like the tiny man porn. Did I show it to you? I think so. Like the, it's so, (laughs) so let me, so, okay. So somebody somewhere decided that it would be really hot to have a giant man. And this is, this is gay porn, by the way, a giant, giant, giant man and a very, very, very small man have sex right so, but but there's no that doesn't exist in reality so it's all cgi yeah so like we're not talking small like oh they're four foot five we're talking like fits in the palm of your hand yeah or well like yeah so like it's 
very strange and there is so much of it and and it's like it's like this dude's fucking like giant giant polearm of a fucking dick in this like tiny tiny little person <laughs> like it's like hug jerking it yeah <laughs> Dude, like, it's so fucking weird so that one is really great i uh, love thinking about we, we've gotten multiple messages about people like i i listen to the pods i podcast while i'm working out i hope you're having a good workout buddy yeah have a good have a good workout <laughs> i hope today. you're enjoying this this fucking porn talk at the gym. So, so the other the other one of the weirdest uh porn that I've ever seen is quicksand porn. That I have no idea what that is. So it's it's pretty benign. Like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. Like as far as like the dirty level, mm-hmm. uh it's 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 very it's very benign, but just the strangeness of it. So my idea like first of all, quicksand. Uh, because the kids don't fucking know what quicksand is anymore. It's just like it's like wet sand that you can sink in, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be the world's greatest fear. I don't yeah. know what happened to people being scared of quicksand. They stopped uh, putting it in movies. With you. Yeah, exactly. Fear the quicksand. Okay, it's. I'm pretty sure at one point Indiana Jones was in quicksand. Yeah, well, that, I mean that's what it is. It's it was like Indiana Jones and Tarzan and stuff like that. It yeah. was made quicksand out to be what it's not like there's quicksand in massachusetts i've played in quicksand it's something that happens with bogs you know yep um what you really got to worry about is quicksand clay beds because you will get stuck in the clay and you won't mm. be able to get out um i've lost a couple pairs of shoes to clay beds <laughs> but anyway so long story short uh basically there's this whole like kink of of like women naked in quicksand uh, and going Why? under the quicksand and like but it's so hammed up dude it is so hammed up they're like swallow me quicksand <laughs> take me quicksand <laughs> every inch of me quicksand and like they're like talking to the fuck I'm, I'm not even i wish i was exaggerating but i'm actually quoting quicksand porn right now oh i believe it um and it's like i think what it comes from is i think it's for like older men Right. Who like grew up with the Tarzan era mm-hmm. of, of like like the super masculine hero saving a woman from quicksand. Yeah, they like want to save this naked woman from yeah. her d- untimely demise in the quicksand. Yeah. The and quicksand. it's like and they just slowly go down into the quicksand. But you can tell that they're just like bending their knees mm-hmm. <laughs> because most quicksand has a very obvious bottom to it. It's, right. it's super, super fucking strange. Um but yeah, I think I think there's the there's the man rescuing the lady idea, and then there's also the, like the penetrative idea of like slowly sinking into something, you know? I guess so. Um, yeah, there's there's something sexual about something that. Something for everybody. Yeah. In quicksand porn, Tyler. I'm, something I'm for have everybody. To check that out after you this should time. check it out. I know. Well, that's that's m- the most important takeaway of this is to check out quicksand porn because yeah. that shit is fucking amazing well so have you ever seen uh box truck porn box truck what yeah <laughs> it's actually a pretty neat idea oh uh, is that the glass like the yeah the one-way mirror shit yeah the one-way yeah. glass truck mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah they just like have sex like on a public street inside of this truck where you can see outside on all sides see i feel like that is the I feel like that is where you like 
that's more for the people who are doing it rather than for the people who are watching it. Like the, you, you get so much voyeur porn anyway, where like people are like out in the streets doing it. Like what, 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 what what's that fucking country that's always like, oh, I paid this girl $300, Scott blowjob, you know, like that, those fucking videos, you it's know like what I'm Austria talking about, right? or something. Yeah. It's always like some Eastern European, like weird or city Hungary, or something. I don't remember. Yeah. And they're always porn stars. Yeah. It's just so fucking dumb. Man inserts his head in vagina. I'm sure you've seen that video, right? No. I I don't want to see a man insert his head into a vagina. His whole entire head, dude. Yeah, that's terrifying. Why would you do that? It's not even like it's not even If you haven't seen that video, uh and you're interested in this kind of smut, definitely look that one up. <laughs> uh it's right here in front of me. It's not hard to find. Um <laughs> Dude, uh Oh, 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 the please let's woman. go on to the anime week. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to stop. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing is that anime porn is also uh, gone like in in crazy oh, I'm sure it's gangbusters, dude. <laughs> well, they have 3D face hugger porn. Wait, what? Where? Yeah. So, like, you know the face huggers from uh, Alien? Mm-hmm. Like, they pop out of the eggs. Like, mm-hmm. there's uh, there's porn for that now. Why? I don't know. But Why does like anybody, they, I mean, I get it. People like Bad Dragon, like, oh, the world's a strange place, man, but to each their own. That's true. It's very, that, very that true. Is, that's the takeaway. It's just, there's a lot of strange shit out there and people are into it and don't judge people for their random ass weird kinks. Just, just let them do their thing. If, if you want to be impregnated by a face hugger, <laughs> that's, can you uh, DM us on Twitter? <laughs> I want to know what happened to you. <laughs> we want to have you as a guest on the podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Tyler, should we should we tell them about uh, the excellent prank on Canada that we that we came up with the other day? Were you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you it. were there. Okay, so so I have this idea. Obviously, I can't do it. Um, but uh, I, I thought it would be I thought it would be very funny to go to canada right so because the best thing about canada besides the maple syrup and the the kind people as long as you're not in montreal uh (laughs) is like you get free health care you know you get this beautiful wilderness right so i thought it would be a really funny idea and uh, dude tell me tell me this wouldn't make a fucking shit like this would be the most views ever on anything right oh absolutely i mean it would get demonetized but it would still get the views i don't know if it would get demonetized well like you know you'd have to do it uh uh subtly but yeah yeah you would have to be classy about it i mean like let's be real right this video when this goes up on YouTube, it's going to be demonetized within five minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, if we had monetization, which we still don't. Right. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to get it either when we get up there. It's <laughs> hard to take, say. We're going to yeah. take a look at the podcast and be like, uh, no. Episode lo- eight or I, nine. Mm. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We're, so so if, if and when we get monetized on YouTube for this podcast. Mm hmm. I will make somebody review these videos every single time we get them monetized. Every single time. It's just our own form of payback. Yeah. Yep. And who knows? Maybe we'll get a fan. I was going to say, watch us get new fans. Yeah. From like from inside YouTube. They're like, oh my God, somebody else knows about quicksand porn. This is for me. Yeah. And then they finally reverse the switch on on our regular channel and they're like, there you go, guys. (laughs) 
Quick sand yeah. points is going to be what saves bonsai pop. So anyway, so so my dream, one of my dreams is to is to what well, once 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 things are better, right? Once COVID is over and, and yeah, once all we this can stuff, travel. Things have, well, not even once we can travel, once things have settled down, right? Because I wouldn't want to go to Canada now and abuse their free healthcare system uh, because they're doing they're doing the world a favor. But like, you know, once once that, you know, once this horrible shit has died down, I think it would be a great idea to move to Canada and get something new stuck in my ass every day. <laughs> right. And, and yeah. you can get so inventive with that because oh, yeah. there's so many things that can fit in your ass you'd be surprised you know i don't think i, I would uh, i still think you'd be surprised <laughs> like like i remember this one time i like i like clicked on this video because the thumbnail was different from the actual video it was just mm-hmm. this old lady who like bent over and shit out a coke can <laughs> <laughs> i was like what the fuck so if you can get a coke can in your ass i mean look around your room think of the possibilities no i I was already thinking like you could do theme stuff like for christmas you could do anal beads with the christmas lights or Um, just christmas lights no that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying instead of anal beads you would do christmas lights and for hanukkah you could do a full menorah (laughs) but it's got to be the same doctor every time obviously you know what i mean so pick a hospital go up there uh, you know, start with a iPhone charger. Ask, ask for ask for the schedule for that yeah. particular doctor. <laughs> yeah, doctor. Uh, oh, what's what's a Canadian name? Doctor Gary uh, Smith, <laughs> uh, or doctor Doctor Gary uh, Lafontaine. Lafontaine. Who's <laughs> just gonna take Jeff's last name and put uh, it on looking, there? I'm looking for uh, Doctor Gary Lafontaine. Um. I seem to have another uh, issue with uh, my with my bum. Uh, I, I got a Power Ranger action figure stuck up there this time, and I need it. I need him to get it out. <laughs> like, it would just be amazing. It would be amazing. And I just want all those X-rays. Yeah. <laughs> is Mr. Fontaine is is Doctor Fontaine in? Because uh, I was playing D and D last night, and well. I you see there's you, I have an entire dice bag filled with dice <laughs> um up my ass <laughs> <laughs> and just you just can't explain it to the doctor though he's like why how did this happen and you're like oh I don't know <laughs> daily life man you know like <laughs> I was just I was on my way to get a donut and suddenly <laughs> I was gonna send it and it just went right up my ass <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bluetooth keyboard, dude. Yeah, Bluetooth keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you gotta make sure it's turned on and connected. <laughs> yeah. And then just be like, oh, I just sat down on the couch and uh, you know, <laughs> I keep calling my grandma. She can't hear me. <laughs> my ex keeps saying I keep texting her. I'm not meaning to. <laughs> <laughs> Literally bot dialing. Oh my god. Yes. See, this is what this is what I'm talking about. People aren't inventive enough. But yeah, then you take all the x-rays photos and you go into Toronto and you make a fucking art exhibition out of them. And you call it in my ass. I like it around the asshole in 80 days. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Tyler, how's your anime week? Uh, I watched Helsing, man. 
Um, I'm, I, 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 I have a lot of things that I need to watch. Like, I, I, I need to catch up on Decadence. ReZero came out. Uh, but I, I just watched Helsing and I wrote a really good script on it. Or at least I think it's good. You haven't read you haven't read it yet because you took a nap. That's true. I did take. But a I nap. took a nap too, so I, I can't be mad. Nap boys. <laughs> nap so boys. so so tell me about like what you what you thought about like would you recommend Helsing to our audience? Oh hell yeah, dude! I yeah. mean, if you like bonsai pop like stuff and what we typically recommend, Helsing is for you. Aesthetic. Yeah, you our aesthetic. Yeah, uh, Helsing <laughs> is, is absolutely the ass for cast? you. The ass cast. Ass cast. Ass cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry. I'm a fucking five year old dude. I can't. <laughs> I can't with that. No. All right. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I think the first, <laughs> the first line of the script is: if you like the color red, you're gonna like Helsing. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, dude, I love the way they fuck with color in that show. I love it too. It's very, it's very uh, good. But, like, it, it's there's a lot of stuff online about people being like, ah, Helsing's not good. You need to watch Helsing Ultimate. Helsing Ultimate's way better than Helsing. And, sure, you know, Helsing Ultimate is, is sticks to the manga, you know, much better and has a way better story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more fleshed out, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. But Helsing, the OG, is still badass as shit and yeah. awesome and a really fun watch, you know? And yeah, the, the the once once it goes off book uh, after the Valentine brothers, it gets a little weird. Incognito's this weird vampire from like the dark continent, whatever that is. Dude, from Hunter X Hunter. What? The dark continent from Hunter X Hunter. D- yeah, but this is from before Hunter Hunter. Well, maybe that's where the guy got the idea for the dark continent. Maybe, but basically, like, we don't know what that is, whatever. Doesn't right. matter. If, if you like blood, gore, and a cocky douchebag that's awesome, it's a great show, you know? See, I didn't even, I didn't even really see Helsing as cocky. He was, I just, like, he just kind of seemed like a fucking psycho to me. You know what I mean? Like, he just loved what he did. You know, he's always fucking smiling and, and, and all sorts of shit. Like, oh, kids, that's what they used to call Africa. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. terrible. Well, I'm glad I didn't put that in the script now. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't say that in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wow. You know, when I think like oddly enough, like when I think of uh like African mysteries, right? You know? Sure. For some reason, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom pops up into my head, but that's not fucking Africa, that's India. And I don't yeah. know why that happens. But I- like I like to imagine that there's a bunch of undiscovered, crazy, cool, like human ruins in Africa with like booby traps and just like dope shit that one day we're going to find. And it's going to be amazing. Like, like, a, like has, a Minecraft jungle temple. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so like that. You know, I mean, like, like there's so much cool stuff in Africa. Like that's always like that's always my favorite parts in, in nature documentaries is when they go to Africa, either mm. Africa or the deep sea. You know, because like there's always some fucking random crazy ass cool thing in Africa that you've just like never fucking heard about before. Oh, yeah. I mean, Africa is a really interesting place to study. I did a pro seminar on uh, I think it was South Africa uh, and it was a really, really what, interesting course. What's a when pro I went. seminar? Uh, it, it's like a, it, a pro seminar, at least at UCSB. I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but uh, at my college, it was basically a seminar where you work the entire 
term on one paper. So, oh. yeah, you, like you basically pick a topic from a particular place. And this in this case, it was uh, South Africa. And then the entire term, you focus on this one aspect of it and write a, I don't know, 20 page paper or something oh. uh, about it. Interesting. See, I've always wanted to learn more about Africa, but it's always so sad. Like once you start, you know, because immediately oh, you mean, find some article on Ethiopia. And it's it's like, horribly depressing. Yeah. Like one of the hardest things there is like getting uh, clean water is like a, a, a major issue. Mm-hmm. And like there's all these foreign companies in there that are basically like buying rivers and polluting yeah. them. You know, like <sighs> rivers that tribes people have been using for thousands of years that are there and like they're now getting poisoned or dysentery or like all sorts of shit from the from the fucking like poisoned ass river. It's, it's fucking crazy. How did we start talking about this? Oh, yeah. Helsing. Uh, yeah. Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move back on to a uh, cheerier dark topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Helsing was dope as shit. Uh, there was definitely some uh, some interesting stuff that I got out of it, like analytically. But honestly like i i like was I, when i when i wrote the script i was like this is dope i i really like my writing for like at least the first half of the script i was just having fun with it and just just nice. there, there's like some really good alliteration going on in there and, and some awesome descriptions and it, it's just it's fun to write about it's fun to talk about because it's a fun show it looks awesome it feels awesome it's you know like the the first episode is alucard just being like I know you don't want to die tonight. And then being like, do you want to come with me? And she's like, yes. And then he just shoots her and fucking kills her and then brings you back as a vampire. Like, yeah. Dude's guns are really cool, too. Like, oh, yeah. He has he has vast the Sampede guns. Yeah. Um, which so, is so, awesome. So if you haven't seen Helsing, uh, like it's it's a show about a vampire um, who works for the Helsing uh, the Helsing organization, the organization, right? Which is they're Protestant, right? Like that's the whole thing. Well, so so basically the backstory. Because I, I I looked into the backstory with the manga and everything. The mm-hmm. backstory is that Abraham Abraham von Helsing, which you probably know who that is from the Dracula books. Yeah, uh, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, or van like, Helsing, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dracula book uh, was the founder. Of the Helsing organization, and basically the 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 history of Helsing is the same as the story of Dracula, but at the end of the novel for Dracula, Dracula dies, and Helsing di- uh, diverges from that timeline and says that Dracula lives. Right, and Alucard is Dracula. Oh wait, did you just spoil everything? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Wait, but Alucard is literally Dracula backwards, dude. Right, but Alucard in most things is Dracula's son. Right, but in in this, he's not like it's very very clear both in the manga and in the show. Well, not not so much in Helsing the original, although they do like kind of give you like a little teaser about it. Yeah. Um, but in, in Helsing Ultimate, they for sure are like, by the way, he's Dracula. Oh, okay. you know? yeah. Cause I start, I started watching Helsing Ultimate. Um, and right away, like there's a very obvious difference between Helsing and Helsing Ultimate. And that's the art style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultimate has a much newer polished look to it. So 
when you're thinking about the original Helsing, I would think around, um, you know, uh, Trigun and uh, Outlaw Star kind of kind of style to it. Uh, though it's it, it's a little bit cleaner, I, I think, than Outlaw Star. At least, like there's there's definitely some jank in Outlaw Star that doesn't really exist in Helsing. I don't think the Lady Cop uh, is as well drawn in Helsing as she could have been, but like the actual art of like when Helsing is doing Helsing stuff or, or uh, Alucard, sorry, when Alucard or Alucard is doing uh, his shit, like it, the action is fucking awesome looking mm-hmm. uh, it is, it is very, very cool. But in Helsing ultimate, it's more around the uh, full metal alchemist brotherhood kind of style there. So there's definitely a, uh, it's like there's more anime kind of chibi faces here and there sometimes. And, you know, the, the lady cop can be like kind of cutesy sometimes. And like, it's, it's just much more polished. And they also added a bunch of 3d into it. Uh, oh, really? That, Interesting. Yeah. Well, it didn't do the show any favors in my opinion, uh, except mm. for when they did it with the guns. So it looked really cool with the guns, but when the ghouls are, 3d animated it it's just kind of fucking weird i don't know i'm I'm not you know me i prefer the older style like i like the way that the original helsing looks yeah. and that's part of the reason that we're covering it first at least. I, I, I do too i like it a lot um it's also really interesting because like literally alucard is vash the stampede in terms of look yeah you oh know? yeah he's basically got the same coat He's, he's got the same coat, the same gun, the same, uh, like, boots, glasses. I think, too. The glasses are exactly the same. The difference is the hair and the personality, really. Yeah. And the, like, and, and the vampire yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you look at the studio to see, or the, the artist to see if it's the same guy? Uh, you know, I don't think I did, but it's not, I, I if I'm not mistaken, I can look this up really quick. Uh, Helsing was a gonzo creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, same guys that did Afro Samurai, right? And Trigun is Madhouse. Okay, but so, who wrote the mangas? Yeah, completely different authors, though. Uh, okay, completely different authors. So, just so which one came first? Because we got to figure out who who stole whose look. Yeah, exactly. So the original run for Trigun started in May of 1995, and Helsing manga 1997. So okay. actually, Vash came first. Vash came first. <laughs> yeah. Helsing stole Vash's look. Yeah. This is what we've learned. Yes. So did you uh, you watch anything else this week? Read anything? Nah, dude. I I I, I watched that. I was up until four thirty last night writing and doing some other shit, and nice. then I didn't get enough sleep, and I was like, I'm gonna watch stuff before we record today, and then I didn't. Shit, we've watched two things with our with our patrons since we last recorded, right? I think. Well, uh, yes, we we've watched Perfect Blue and um, the first OVA for Devilman. Right. Yeah. So we, we we didn't talk about Perfect Blue yet, right? I don't no. think we, I don't think that we did. So Perfect Blue is really so. cool. I'm planning on writing about it uh, for this Hellmouth this year in October. So that'll be that'll be fun. I have to watch it again. Um, yeah. So Perfect Blue is another. Uh, animated movie that was done by the same man who did paprika which is like another absolutely like fucked up fucking journey for your mind uh what's what's the guy's name ty you know it i i do yeah i thought i thought you knew it 
Anyway, while oh. Tyler's looking for that, I will. Uh, so, so the idea of the show is that there's this Japanese pop idol, right? And 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 you kind of have to you kind of have to know a little bit about like idol culture to understand what's going on within the movie and why this woman begins to have this like fucking nervous breakdown is being a being a star in japan being a singer in in japan you have to follow this very clean lifestyle you know there's a reason that they call them idols you're supposed to be an idol to it's a satoshi Kon, by the way satoshi uh con yeah 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 satoshi con uh and he's deceased i believe right uh I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I don't he know. You're asking away. all these questions. I don't know, man. You yeah. should know this shit. It's your job. Uh, sp- pretty sure. Pretty sure uh, he passed away. It was like a real tragedy. Um, when yes, it happened he, he died in 2010. Yeah. So he was. At he was like, 46. So pretty young. Yeah. He he was like set up to. I mean, the the legacy that he left behind is is insane. Um, but yeah. So so it, being a pop idol, you have to leave, leave this very clean pristine idealistic lifestyle right you have to be pure yeah exactly like it's very uh common for you know the 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 woman at least to be virgins and if they're not to pretend like they are like you know they don't they don't date uh it's very it's it's strange it's it's again it's a very japanese thing um but she doesn't want to do that. The, the main character in this movie doesn't want to do that anymore. So she shifts over to acting and, you know, she well, wants to that's get kind of like, like she, she, it's kind of unclear whether or not she wants to do it or whether or not her agents, like one of her agents wants her to switch over because it would be better for her. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. There seemed to be a little bit of discrepancy there. There were, the the movie is very confusing. I've only seen it once through so far, so I'm gonna have to watch it at least one more time, maybe twice, yeah. uh, because at the end you get this big reveal. So now I need to go back and and watch it through and kind of put the pieces together. But basically, what it is is it's this very well done, uh, just complete mental breakdown of this woman who it has changed her lifestyle up and her image, and it's it's a very clear. Uh, conscious break you know where where your the illusion of yourself is is crumbling before you and you are trying to to put those pieces back together make sense of it but she's also being like kind of tortured by these uh mysterious not forces but other people and you don't know if it's actually her that are doing it or if it's somebody else that's doing it or if she's just actually losing her fucking mind and there's murders that are happening it's like almost portrayed as like this identity crisis, right? Yeah. Of of the who she is becoming versus who she was. But there's you more don't layers. know for sure if it's actually just in her mind or if things are actually happening uh, until like the end. Yeah, it's very wacky. I recommend it highly, but also, you know. It it's an older anime. We, we've gotten to the point now in the, in the Discord where we do these watch parties where we're like, "This is an anime before 2000. There is probably going to be a rape scene in it. Just watch it. You know, yep. watch out for that. Yeah, uh, because yeah, there's no warning half the time. Yeah, uh, it just happens, and like the ratings are all ridiculous. None of them yeah. are correct. Like yeah. Golgo 13 has one of the worst rape scenes that we've seen in a long time. 
Like it, just yeah. in terms of like emotionally how it makes you feel and like it it's bad. Yeah. Uh, it, and that's rated P that's rated 13 plus. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like the way I described it last time. Uh, Cause I said, it, I like said it wasn't, it wasn't uh violent. It isn't graphic. That's that's the that's the best way that I can describe the, yeah. the scene in Go in Gogo thirteen. It's not graphic, but it is it is it's, it is violent. You it's know, still it's still very it's, visceral. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's and like palpable. Yeah, it's it's gross. Um and then, like Tyler said, we watched uh the original Devilman OVA uh called The Birth. And if you've seen Devilman Crybaby on Netflix, it's the first episode extended into an hour, uh, but done in 1988, I believe. I think it was 87, but it might be 88. Might have been 87. Either way, it's it's so it's so it's very it's, 80s. It's early. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I was really excited for it, and I think it ended up paying off. There is a spot in the middle of that film that is very slow, uh, where uh, Rio is just you know, talking about the the demons and stuff that are coming. And I, like, it feels like they're in that room fucking talking for like a half an hour. Yeah, it um, does. But, you know, the end is like the end of the first episode, except again, it's done in that art style that is just like absolutely fantastic. Um, it's the like the hyper violence, the, the, the body horror and all that stuff is so good. Um, I'm really excited to dive into the Devilman anime. I think it's only 39 episodes. Um, and then we have the second OVA that we're going to be watching uh, sometime soon. So Devilman is also one of the things that we're going to be covering in October. I love Devilman. Uh, is he's such an interesting character in the Japanese mythos. He's kind of like he's kind of like the American Swamp Thing. You know mm. what I mean? Where like you can kind of just put Swamp Thing in any story and it'll it'll always yeah, or work or like, like boogeyman yeah yeah exactly it's 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 very interesting and i have a interesting history with devil man as well personally like we have comic shops out here right like we have plenty of comic shops uh especially considering that uh ninja turtles originated originated here um so we have this we have a we have a bit of a comic culture but our comic shops don't really sell manga and if right. they do it's like you know, they got the Pokemon Takabon volumes uh, or whatever, you know, nothing good in, mm-hmm. and, and nothing in a way where it's like, oh, like, here's every issue of Yu Yu Hakusho. I'll just pick that up. Like, right. you know, that's one of the things that I want the most is every issue of Yu Yu Hakusho, even though I know that not all of I know the the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho got burned out wicked hard. So the difference between his first uh you know, hundred chapters to his second hundred chapters is like mm-hmm. night and day. But yeah, so so one of the only places around here to get manga is Barnes and Noble, you know, and that is also awful to try and get because like you know they have like <laughs> one, two, eight, twelve, you know, sixteen and thirty-two of a series, and like right. <laughs> so. and it's like great, so. Yeah, but they always... I wonder what happens next. <laughs> right, but they always had Devilman there. You know, Devilman Crybaby, Devilman whatever, like any Devilman series. And Devilman, the thing that interested me the most is that it was always wrapped. So mm. you couldn't just pick it up and open it. You had Be- to buy it. 
you had to buy it, which obviously I didn't do. I just unwrapped it and fucking read it or, you know, read it in the store. The reason that it's wrapped is because it's super gory. It's got lots of tits and vaginas in it and shit, you know, and peepees and all sorts of stuff. And it was the first time that I read a manga that I was like, wow, like this has just no censorship in it at all whatsoever. And it's really fucking cool. So I'm really excited to, to do some Devilman content. Yeah, and I'm I'm really hoping that we can pull it off without getting demonetized for it. I think I think we will be able to. I think as long as we leave Crybaby out of the title, I, you know, I I think part of the I, reason I'm that just we... worried about uh, the new age gating shit that is going on on YouTube. Yeah, and I just want to stay as far away from it as we possibly can. Yeah, for for those of you who don't know or like don't keep up on YouTube news, because why would you if it doesn't affect you? Uh, YouTube is rolling out new machine learning for their age gating software, basically. So it used to be like you choose whether or not your video is 18 plus and nobody would ever choose that because you don't make any money from it. So, you know, if your video gets hit for demonetization, sometimes it would get age gated too. Not often, but it would happen. Yeah. Now they're rolling out software that will automatically age gate your videos if it deems it too graphic, sexual, sensitive, whatever. They they're, think it's for people who are only 17 and up, basically. Yeah, whatever their arbitrary fucking definition is of 18 plus, because it is completely arbitrary. Um, and if you guys remember what their last machine learning project was when they rolled it out, that was the adpocalypse when everybody got hit for demonetization shit when they shouldn't have and uh, literally killed our old channel, Tricycle. So I'm fucking cautious and worried and scared about that. So I want to stay as far away from it as possible. You know what, though? Like, here's the deal. So I guess uh, we'll we'll move into our next section, which is Patreon. Patreon. Yes, so... Uh, this is a really good time to talk about that. Basically, uh, what Tyler was saying is is really important, right? Because the last time he's not he's not kidding. The last time that YouTube rolled out uh, machine learning was during is what caused what is now known as the adpocalypse. So basically, there had been some issues on YouTube, and then PewDiePie said the fucking n word, and all the advertisers got scared. Well, what it was, was somebody from the Wall Street Journal found Coke uh, advertisements on somebody like spouting Nazi propaganda. That's what started it. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Okay. And made an article about it in the Wall Street Journal, and it blew up. Right. And then PewDiePie said the N-word. And then PewDiePie (laughs) said the N-word, yes. Yeah. (laughs) What happened was is 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 a bunch of advertisers got scared. They were like, all right, well, you know, if our advertisements are on videos like this, that makes us look like we're sponsoring these videos. You know what I mean? Which it doesn't. Nobody fucking thinks that. That's just stupid. But they don't want their they don't want to tarnish their image anyway, in right. any way. You know what? It, like like Coke, the the fucking diabetes kings of the world <laughs> don't want people to think that like they're down with Nazi propaganda. They just want to kill you slowly with sugar. Uh it's it's capitalism at its finest that's exact exactly what you're uh right kit um so it basically when this happened youtube was like all right well we have to crack down on videos we have to crack down on you know what is suitable for advertisers or not but we have what ten thousand hours of content being uploaded every minute 
or something, something like that. back it's, then. It's, it's it's something ridiculous. Yeah, and and there is no way, uh, no army could go through the that material. It, it 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 you know and get paid and everything like that. It's just not it's just not feasible to do that. So they literally were forced to create an algorithm a, a a bot basically to go through that content and do it automatically right yep. because a, a bot has unlimited fingers and and the thing this might even sound like i'm sticking up for youtube i'm fucking not you know like like they the more automated they've made their site the more horrible it has been for every single person that had a dream of of youtube it's it's terrible yep. um and what this ended up happening was the bot went fucking rogue. Well, what what they did was they released an imperfect bot that hadn't been tested because they were like, oh, shit, we're losing advertisers. We need this out now. So it doesn't matter if it hits too many people because as long as it's hitting people and we're hitting the right people, it doesn't matter if we hit the wrong people. Right. Right. And so this bot went, this bot went out and started doing its thing and everybody was getting demonetized for everything. Or I should say most people were getting demonetized for everything and anything. Like we at, at Tree School were getting demonetized fucking constantly. We got hit. We were releasing a video a week. Um, I believe that's correct at the time. At and least. Well, let's just say it was a video a week, right? Because that makes the math easy. We yeah. got hit, and I remember this because I, I we've talked about it multiple times. Out of 15 videos, we got hit with 12 of them for demonetization. Yeah. Which it happens as soon as you release the video. Like it didn't happen beforehand. It happened when you released it. You couldn't fix it. They, fi- they finally got that later where they were like, okay, now you can fix it before you release the video. Thanks, YouTube. But when it first came out, you couldn't do that. You had to wait until the video was already public and get it reviewed. So the vast majority of your views did not make you any money and you got less views. So if that happened and we, and we did that for 15 weeks in a row, that's multiple months. That's like four fucking months. Without getting paid. Without getting paid correctly and with the channel getting hurt over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And it literally destroyed our channel. Like we never recovered from yeah. that moment. Two, year, two years down the road after struggling and struggling and struggling, it finally it just caved in on itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because basically when all that stuff was going on, you know, because we were getting hit so often, YouTube was like, oh, well, this this is a channel. This is a problem channel. This is a trouble channel. So, you know, we're going to be extra strict and extra cautious with them, like our CPM, which is our, uh, you know, how much money we make per thousand views continue to go down. Uh, we got worse ads on our videos. And like, here's the thing, right, is honestly, not getting paid is not the worst thing that happens when you get demonetized. And that's what people don't understand. Like, everybody thinks like, oh, people are just whining because they're not making money off of just doing stupid videos. It's like, no, that's not the fucking that's not the problem. Right. A lot of us aren't in this for fucking money. You know, like unless you unless you have over a million subscribers and are constantly getting videos with 500,000 views plus on them, you're not making fucking ridiculous money. Like you're not a rock star, you know, like you're, you're getting by, you're living like a normal life. Uh, the the biggest problem with getting demonetized is that because YouTube and creators share money, we split it down the middle, right? 
YouTube doesn't care about videos that aren't making money because it doesn't make sense for them. Why would why would YouTube want to distract you from a video that will make them money when you know your video won't? So right. when you have a demonetized, so why would they ever promote a video? Yeah, why would they ever promote a demonetized video? They they don't they don't do it right. So and then that affects snowballs because if you don't watch a video one week from a channel you're less likely to have that channel recommended to you again. And if you don't use your subscription box, which you should, uh, then you're going to lose track of that channel. And it happens all the time. I mean, YouTube is YouTube is over a decade old, almost two at this point. And people mm-hmm. still don't know how to use a subscription box. That's why you subscribe to a channel. You subscribe to a channel so that every time they upload, you go to like every, you know, you check your subscription box once a day. It's like checking your email, you know. Oh, hey, here's a new video from one of my favorite channels. Like bada bing, bada boom. There it is. Um, but yeah, so so that's that is the worst part is the fact that this snowball effect happens where more and more people start losing track of your channel because YouTube isn't recommending your videos and this age gating thing is going to do the same thing that demonetization does right youtube will not recommend a video that's made for 18 plus because it's it's going to be demonetized that is a that is a creator term because you make nothing on those videos and by nothing i mean you make 20 cents in a month on those videos even if they're getting thousands and thousands of views yeah and they have not come up with a program yet to put advertisements on 18 plus content. Yeah, so, but, but YouTube's politically correct term is limited to no ads. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid. So anyway, so so the reason that we're talking about this uh, and going into depth on it is that we when we started Bonsai Pop, we decided that the first thing that is going to be the most important thing to us will be Patreon because we watched our very successful gaming channel die slowly and painfully it like literally like a cancer patient it was fucking horrible you know like like that that channel was on hospice for a year and we did everything that we could to fix it and it still died you know like and the only the only reason it happened was because fucking life is unfair you know yeah. youtube is unfair and we never wanted that to happen with bonsai pop again so we started this patreon right you know mm-hmm. it's mostly we needed steady income and we wanted to build a tight tight community and we have and it's 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 a fucking excellent community and we have you know patreon uh patreon testimonials and i have one right here uh from uh digbat he says, okay, big thing coming down the line, more than I would expect to write about, but I'm three minutes into Japan saying so I wanted to comment. So I'm a creative and I take creative and artistic things seriously. I like to think deeply on things and what they represent and their impact on people. In reference to the Afro Samurai video situation and how it holds relevance to my current point, I mixed black and white. I'll say that it's shitty how YouTube has treated creative content with a message. I love Bonsai Pop. I have an uncle who's a college professor in New York City that, again, for relevance, is black. And most of his curriculum is on race relations and representation in media. To what extent, I don't know for certain. I made it a point to bring the Afro video to his attention, as well as my mother, who is mixed black and white. The stuff Bonsai Pop makes is really profound, and I want to say I hold you guys in high regard. Also, my family really loved the video and what you guys 
had to say therein. Without meandering too much more than I already have, I wanted to say that despite not having a schedule that allows me to engage live, I do admire your content and want to let you know that I try to spread your stuff where I can and indulge in it when I have the time. It fuels me when I draw, for example, keep up the good work. Uh, and that is one of our Patreon patrons, Digbat. It's hard to explain how awesome the community is uh, within within our Patreon and, and the Discord. I mean, it's it's always active. It's always lively. People have made really good friends. People have gone out and visited each, each other. Yeah, the, you know? we have we have bonsai pot meetups that we aren't even a part of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that are happening in the Midwest. That are happening on the West Coast. That are happening in the Southeast. Like you know, uh, we have people from from different countries that have crossed borders because they they fell in love on the Discord. You know, yeah, we we have uh, somebody right now who's having a really hard time because of uh, work and stuff, and they haven't been able to be on the Discord and hang out with their friends. And their friends came together, and I helped them make something from the patreon to them to help cheer them up and let them know that they're not alone yeah it's 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 a it's a real it's a real actual community and it's important because if if our channel gets destroyed which it can like it legitimately can get destroyed yeah, at any time this is another one of those machine learning things that could destroy a channel we don't yeah. know we don't know how it's going to work. We don't know. It could be the exact same thing as what happened with uh, with the monetization bot. Mm-hmm. But ba- uh, basically what happens is, you know, we still have income. We can still make content and we can start up a new channel and have a have a, f- uh, a flat base of people that will support that. And we can rise back up through the algorithm just like we did last time. Yep. And and it's amazing. So hopefully uh, if you're interested, uh, I would love to see you uh, join the Bonsai Pop cult. It's a dollar is is our lowest tier. Uh, we always keep that dollar tier, even though basically, honestly, like at a at a dollar, we make very, very little money off of that. It's like um, 30 cents, maybe something right. like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's barely anything. But the point is, is that we want it to be accessible to everyone. To everybody, exactly, and it's it's not you know it's it's not about crazy profit. We're not trying to become millionaires. We're not trying to to e cry to you. You know, we're not trying to e beg. What we're trying to do is is make what we do more than just content. We want to make it like a home, uh, a family, and we. I mean, honestly, we've already done that, but we would mm-hmm. love to make it bigger. So check out our patreon bonsai pop or uh patreon.com slash bonsai pop and uh let's talk about video games yeah so what what have you been up to on the on the video game scene yakuza yeah so so you were telling me you beat the first one now you're on to the second one yeah so uh just to recap real quick uh my birthday was the 31st of august and mike was like i'm getting you some games and i was like sick dude you do it he's like i'm getting you yakuza games i'm like cool never played them so he sent me yakuza kiwami and then yakuza kiwami 2 and good friend that was a surprise he only thought he was getting one it's true also, I forgot what you said you were sending me. So it was a surprise either way. <laughs> um, but he, he got me uh, like he got me a he got me uh, physical copies. And the first one's like this awesome in this awesome box, like this hardcover steelbook, right? Yeah, steelbook. Like yeah. It, it's really, really cool. 
Um, and I Hard played through the first Yakuza game, and it was dope, and it was fun, and it was interesting, and the plot was cool, and like everything about it was excellent except for the boss fights. Uh, <laughs> you never got over those boss fights, huh? They, I mean, like they got better. But they they never got good, in my opinion. I never had a boss fight where I was like, "Yeah, that was a good boss fight," you know? Right, right. Um, the, the, there are games like like Dark Souls is a great example. When you beat a boss in Dark Souls, you get that like boss adrenaline rush of you're just like, "Ooh, I just beat something like hard fucking core," and it's just like I just beat an enemy with more health bars in Yakuza, basically. Yeah. You know, um, it it never had that boss experience to me. But mm. the rest of the game is fucking dope. Uh, you know, there's so much to do. There's so much that you can do in uh, uh, Komarocho. Uh, th- there's so many mini games. There's so many card games and Mahjong and show, uh, Shoji and Pocket Circuit. And, like, there's gambling, blackjack, roulette, fucking poker. Like, there's so much to do all over the place you can go out on like these weird cabaret dates and make them kind of fall in love with you for one night stands like yeah there's, and then there's, there's you get so much all over the place too like you know you'll you'll be fucking like just walking downtown and then all of a sudden like somebody runs out at you and they're like hey fucking you know i needed this that and the other thing and like oh my 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 race car got away or i lost my cat or you know like uh Mm -hmm. some crazy shit and and it's just fucking uh yeah i i played that game easily for three hours straight one day and never got to the main objective i see so so that game was an excellent experience i i really really enjoyed it um the fighting mechanics were pretty good uh, they were a little clunky for sure, but like you, you figure it out, you get used to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started Yakuza two and yeah. holy fuck, bud. If that game isn't a beautiful and just be fun to play like that walking around the, the streets is just awesome to look at now. Fuck yeah! You know? See, I'm 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 like grinning ear to ear now because at first when you were when you were playing Yakuza two you were like oh the controls was like fucking me up dude like oh, oh, I, I hate, don't know I absolutely hate what they did to the controls oh okay <laughs> that, I still fucking hate that for for j- just just to clarify here Yakuza one when you w- run around uh, the Kamurocho streets uh, you're running around and then you can hold. Uh, X to sprint, right? In Yakuza 2, when you just hold the joystick, you walk, and then you hold X to sprint, and you can't continually sprint. So if you're not sprinting, you're walking, and that I hate. I don't... Why? Why would you do that? I get that it's pretty look at. Let me let me run around. Right, right. Well, uh, I mean, how I do hate you... When games do that. How do you, like, run instead of walk? What's that? Like, you, you just like, hold X? You, 
Oh, you hold X. Okay. Yeah, I see see what you're talking about. But there's a certain, you can't do it forever. You know, you have a stamina uh, bar, basically, that you can't see. And then you run out of stamina. And then you, and then uh, fucking Kiryu gets tired and goes over and goes, and then you have to walk for a bit. By the way, uh, Tyler, Hmm. since we're talking about birthdays and video games, I found we every so we've done we've done multiple podcasts throughout like the last couple of weeks and every time we start uh Tyler's like oh I want to get you a vital for your birthday dude um and like we he, we're he's always like oh let's we'll talk about it on the podcast and I then found we never the one, do I found <laughs> the one that that I want for my birthday oh nice what, what is it I'll, I'll send it to you right here in our in our private chat but it's uh Castlevania uh, Super Castlevania 4 it's oh, a it's a 2LP set and it's it's pretty cheap for what it is and it's it's great it's prime next awesome. day delivery Fucking, yeah yeah send me your address and then we'll send that to you I'll send it to you I'll send it to you right now hearing it live me me sending Mike a yeah, thing for his birthday we it's birthday month my birthday just happened at the beginning at the very end of last month then uh Devin Mike's fiance and uh, and today is my girlfriend's birthday, and then uh, what is it? Four days is Mike's uh, birthday. That's so right. We, oh, dude, it's four days. Yeah, we go through all the important people. <laughs> yeah, and then Ryan right afterwards. Yeah, and then Ryan's right after that too. Dude, we're all we're all vampires this fucking uh, fucking October, dude. Like we're doing Vampire Hunter D. We're doing Helsing. We might even do Helsing Ultimate. Like, you know, who knows? We, Maybe we have we'll... too many things that we want to do, honestly. But yeah, so so Yakuza 2. You're really, really liking Yakuza 2. Um, it, from what I remember, like, one of the coolest things about Yakuza 2 is uh, a lot of the environments are destructible, which yeah. only game that's like that, except maybe Yakuza 6. And that was really fucking cool. Like, it kind of, like, made the world feel, the, feel a little bit more real. Um, if I remember correctly, a lot of the stores, you can walk right into them this time. Yeah, without yeah, the, a loading there's screen. no loading or anything. You just walk in, which feels great. Have you made it to Osaka yet? Uh, I, I think so. Isn't that where you go like super early on? There's two cities. Yeah. So you, you basically start in the second city and then you go back to Komorocho. Okay. So isn't Osaka fucking sick? Yeah, it's great, dude. Also it- like the, the, uh, the cabaret like manager thing. Oh, you're really actually cool. doing that? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That would I I completed that whole thing. Very cool. It makes you a fuck ton of money, dude. Yeah, I, I want to go back and do more of it, but I'm like stuck in Komarocha right now, so I can't do it. Yeah, you'll get to a point where you can switch between the cities. Uh, yeah, I assume you can you just grab like a taxi at some point and go back and yeah. forth. Yeah, I love uh, like uh, I'm honestly more interested in going to Osaka than I am going to Tokyo. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I really want to go to Kyoto and I want to go to um, Shibuya and, and uh, like places like that. But I really want to go to Osaka. First of all, for the food, second of all, for the uh, fucking BDSM bars. Um, yep. <laughs> in fact, have you met the BDSM chick in Osaka yet? Uh, Maybe so in in Yakuza 2, one of the cool things that they added into it is that you can get these like partner um, uh, like heat moves, right? Yeah, so, you can get like allies, basically. Yeah. So one of the allies that you get in in Osaka is a dominatrix who That's awesome. like, yeah, like I don't remember what she, she either like shoves something up somebody's ass or like whaps them <laughs> with their with her like stick or something like that. It's really funny. So, yeah, it's uh it's it's 
it's such a good game. I, I fucking love the fuck out of that game. Um, and then hopefully afterwards, I mean, if you're still feeling Yakuza afterwards, Yakuza 0 is the one to go after 2. Because it'll explain a lot more of 1 and 2 to you. And then from there on, like, you can do whatever you want, you know. Uh, I mean, the story for a large part of it is kind of the growth of uh, the little girl. Haruka. Haruko, yeah. So Haruko, she becomes like a pop star. Like she has like her own whole storyline. Uh, and and by by Yakuza six, she's all grown up, you know. So damn, yeah, That's it's, awesome. it's it's very cool. Um, it's very very cool. All right, dude. Super Castlevania four is coming to you. Yay! 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 Oh, I gotta delete it off my off my wish. Happy list then. early birthday, because it'll get there tomorrow. So thanks so much. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm so happy because. Uh, first of all, I love vinyl. Second of all, I love Castlevania soundtracks and Castlevania in particular. And third of all, Devin got all my fucking presents early and they're just sitting wrapped in my living room and I have to fucking wake up every day and like look at them and be sad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very frustrating. Feels bad, man. <laughs> so, so that's what you've been doing. You've been playing the Yakuza games. You've been yeah, enjoying I'm trying to think. And, and I've still been playing Tony Hawk on and off. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to get all the sick scores in one combo on every uh map how's it going uh i am on the downhill jam and still i haven't, I haven't played since we last talked downhill jam is a bitch I, yeah I, it's, it's I rough had, i had a little bit of trouble with that one i've uh, gotten up I to like i think one hundred and thirty thousand, and then i keep like fucking up it, it, it's definitely one of the harder ones for sure if, if it um, makes you feel better the uh the the platinum score on that one is only mm-hmm. like six hundred and fifty thousand or something oh, really? like that. So yeah, that one's just fucking hard. Fuck that. Well, man. they're more fair with the levels that are harder to get good scores on. Like, uh, like the downhill jam is a difficult level to get a good score on because there isn't a lot of um, there isn't a lot of like combo areas that are really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it it is what it is, but uh. I've been watching that guy because we keep getting recommended his fucking videos who do who does like the crazy oh, lines. Uh, Andy TPHS or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. THPS, yeah. that's it. Yeah, he uh, he he's he's very smart like when it comes to that game and like the technical aspects of it. So I've been I've been enjoying like seeing that and it's been improving my gameplay quite a bit. <laughs> But yeah, so for, for myself, um, I've been playing Tony Hawk, but uh, I picked up the Mario Anniversary Pack. Oh um, yeah, I'm going to get that too once I'm done with Yakuza probably. It's definitely worth it. Uh, I, mean, I, mean, I knew it would be. Just being able to have uh, Super Mario 64 on my Switch is already worth it for me. And it is, it is upgraded too. It looks much better than it ever has before uh like anytime i've gone back to the super like the n64 i'm always like ew you know like like I, like <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to shit on the n64 because like you know obviously it, it at a time it was one of my very favorite or my favorite console of all time you know well yeah and it was also revolutionary for the time yeah exactly 
but now going back, it looks like shit. Let's just be yeah, honest. Like, it, it absolutely does. Like if you ever look at Link's face in Ocarina of Time, oh it looks God. like somebody put a potato in a fucking like green condom. Like yeah. <laughs> bad with, with a big pointy fucking nose. Yeah, like yeah, with like a carrot sticking out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so the the problem with a lot of. Uh, shit that's going on or went on at the time was that these new um oh my god i just like popped up on twitter and it's just like an instantly like horrifying video okay anyway so uh (laughs) yeah uh like those consoles had issues with color and mario 64 was probably one of the most colorful games on the n64 that and banjo kazooie and uh trying to trying to think of some other ones but if you go back and you and you play like mario kart 64 mm-hmm. and stuff it's very muddy everything is muddy 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 looking and it's 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 a fucking shame right because back then they were making games that i wish they were making now uh and if they were making them now they would be so gorgeous you know right. i mean there there's people that have there's people that have done it um like ori and the blind forest and stuff like that. Like that, that game is uh, breathtaking. You yeah. Know? That game is beautiful. I, I also really like hollow Knight a lot. I think hollow Knight's a really great looking game. It uses the color palettes that it uses really, really well. Yeah, that's true. Hollow Knight was a lot of fun too, yeah. but um, even on the GameCube and stuff, it was, it was still, there was still uh, a bit of a gray shadow over everything. It's hard to, it's hard to explain without showing you what I'm talking about, but uh when I got this pack, everything was very crisp and clear, and I liked that a lot. I think it's kind of stupid that Nintendo expects you to use your Switch as a fucking MP3 player, um, but you do have that option where you can have the game in and it has a soundtrack from all three games, and you can like turn off your Switch screen and just listen to the soundtracks, which is really mm-hmm. nice uh, if you are interested in using your Switch as an MP3 player. Which nobody uh, ever has. Yeah, um, I mean, and you get the same you get the same experience with uh, Smash Ultimate. And honestly, right. I mean, for sixty bucks, dude, having the entire Smash Ultimate soundtrack is uh, that's a pretty good deal because the Smash Ultimate soundtrack is like one of the best soundtracks of all time. Like, well, it's, yeah, because it has everything, everything, and it's remixed and like you know remixes upon remixes. That like, holy shit, that game is fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, so I. I went through and I 100% beat Mario 64 for my first time. Uh, I had very little difficulty doing it. Uh, When Mm -hmm. I was a kid, one of the things that really overwhelmed me was getting 100 uh, coins in every level. Yeah, there's only a few levels that that's hard to do on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, A little big world or whatever it was. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Little... What is it? Little huge, tiny huge island. That's yeah, it. that one was a motherfucker. Only because yeah. the eight coins area in there is mm-hmm. like surprisingly brutal. Oh, <laughs> the eight coins area is is the worst, and you want to do that last. You go in big, and then you get all the coins big, and then you go small, and then you get you you should already be pretty close once you turn small. Uh-huh. Uh and then when you're small you can uh stomp on the goombas and get blue coins from them. Right. Uh which really really helps and then you just go and collect like two red coins you don't have to do any of the dumbass fucking jumps and you're good. Uh, okay, to go. see I I I did it wrong then. But it was like it 
that fucking red coin area killed me so many times. Like, it is so deceptively evil. Uh, well, you you don't have like the depth perception is wrong. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. everything looks like closer than it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that 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 area is really hard. That's that's one that a lot of people have issues with. And um and uh, dire dire docks is one that a lot of people have issues with. Yeah, that one annoyed me. I I got to the point where I thought that there wasn't a hundred coins in the level. Right. Um, did, did me telling you like yeah. was it just those ones at the very beginning? Yeah, those and the ones by the uh, the thing by that the sucks you out. And I yep. didn't know that it actually sucked you out. Like I thought that you could just like leisurely exit that way. So I'm I have like ninety seven coins. And I'm going down to pick those last fucking ones up and I get sucked out into the outside. Oh, yeah, no, you want to get those as like first and then get out of the way. Yeah, because you are, don't want the star to spawn there. No, that, so that's why when I was telling you, I was like the thing that sucks you out of the level. I was being literal about that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that. But yeah, that pissed me off quite a few times. Um, besides that, no, most of them, most of them are pretty easy. Uh it was annoying to get a hundred coins in the uh, the level that like you jump into the oil. Yeah, Hazy Maze Cave is is the other one. There's like there's like a hundred and seven coins or something. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and that's a big level too, and it's yeah. like windy and stupid, and yeah, it, like you know you have to you have to like turn into Metal Mario and like go through that door and like hit that spider. Yep. You know, like yep. it's, just, it's just fucking dumb. You have to like deal with the maze, the Hazy Maze. Um, yeah, and, and also uh, that level is especially an ass because the blue coin block, when you hit it, the blue coins don't spawn near you. Right. And yeah, you need you- to learn because it, it basically there's like a, a three-way stop right there and they all kind of look the same. So you need to memorize which path actually takes you to the blue coins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the blue coins are in this like bowl so if you don't hit the jump correctly you'll just sort of slide in this bowl and then you won't get stuck yeah and won't be able to jump up to get them that level sucks that is my least favorite level in the entire fucking game really so when i was a kid i thought it was a fucking really cool level and i really really liked the dinosaur i would just sit on the dinosaur and ride it around like forever um i loved i loved the idea of metal mario named dora Dora, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the uh Plorodon. <laughs> I think it's a Leoplorodon or something, right? Yeah. Right, Charlie? Yeah. So so Dora's cool. Yeah. Um, um but the level the overall suit. I hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's in like the jump from where the boulders are rolling back to the platform is a motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Like it is it, that could be an instant death. Uh The other thing was when I was a kid, I never played the clock level. I remember as a kid going into the clock level uh, and being like, people fuck. hate TikTok clock. I, I saw Balrog was tweeting about it. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. Everybody hates that level. I love that level. I'm fine with it now. I mean, once you figure out that you can stop time, that level is mm-hmm. easy as shit. Yep. That level is like, easy as fuck when you stop time. And yeah. you there's certain uh, stars that you need to have time going to mm-hmm. do. But there's only like two of them. Because if you do your jumps right and you do like like some of the more like pro strat like oh I'm doing like the sideways uh somersault to wall uh to, to like wall jump, mm-hmm. you can get up places that you're not supposed to get up to and then you don't need stuff to be moving. So right. like the only ones that you actually need it moving for, I think, are the uh 
The ones where you have to get to the other side, basically. Yeah, the, the ones that have the actual clock arms moving. Yeah, you have to ride them. Other, other than that, I just kept it still the entire yep. time. Like you, you can no do, uh, you can do a hundred coins without without it moving. I did. I did a hundred coins on my first run. I was like, oh, yeah. this is easy as fuck. Like, and uh, I don't know if it was like this in the original, but in this one, if you get a hundred coins, it doesn't kick you out of the level. That's exactly how it was in the original. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, because. Because that's the other thing is that I'm on Sunshine now, and I love Super Mario Sunshine. Like, mm-hmm. that game holds a very, very special place in my heart. Uh, I've never had the issues with it that other people do. Like, people have said it's boring. That game is not fucking boring, dude. Uh, like, like it, it's, it has a great atmosphere. It has an amazing soundtrack. Uh, and it, it's just, I love the way the game looks. It's very bright. It's very colorful. It's on the switch in 1080p now and it's in widescreen it's in real widescreen it's not stretched uh and it is never looks better like the colors are more shiny like everything everything is gorgeous but it's mario sunshine and it is brutal it is fucking brutal dude that game there are just some things in that game that will like make you want to crack your switch over your head and that's just that's just the way it is like uh so you've never played right no i'm, I'm excited i'm gonna go through the games in order when i buy it basically mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna finish up yakuza 2 and by finish up i mean i'm gonna put like 100 hours into it <laughs> um because that that's what this game is like looking like it's gonna be you know yeah i'm probably yeah. gonna put 60 to 100 hours into it at least it's so fun. uh i gotta say though I, I was playing the golf course in osaka yeah and fuck the expert golf course yeah oh that thing is a dick dude you need to get over 300 points i have never gotten over 150 i be i i did my very best to complete that game and Mm -hmm. i did beat the the expert golf course but i remember it took a long time dude Mm -hmm. yeah i i tried it i think five or six times in a row and i was like i'll come back never yeah, because there's like loading screens and stuff and you got to wait Ugh. for it's not like an instantaneous like, all right, you're doing it. You know, it's yeah. like you got to it's it's tedious and it, not. it's crazy, especially considering that, like, you can you can go through like all of the darts, you know, all the dark girls or the uh-huh. dark sisters. And yeah. those are easy as fuck. Yeah, darts was really fun in that game. I love darts in that game. Like they they, they took darts from the first game and made it so much better. Yeah, um, the darts is different in every single one of the games, by the way. That's awesome. But not always. <laughs> like darts in Yakuza Three is fucked. Uh, oh really? Like yeah. It, like some of them are much harder than others. Yakuza mm. Six was fine. Um, well, the, Yakuza Two is definitely harder than Yakuza One for darts. But it was also like I I I was getting like triple twenty almost every throw yeah. from the beginning. You know? Yeah. Yakuza Yakuza Three and Four will fuck you up um, because it depends on how hard you throw the dart where it goes Mm. so it like it's very strange and if you're drunk forget about it (laughs) you know like in the game or not in the game (laughs) you just you're just gonna fuck up so bad but yeah i i I love it um but yeah so so super mario sunshine has been first of all it's great going from 64 to sunshine because it's like you feel like you were a robot and now you're an actual person like mm. Mario moves so well in Sunshine compared to Mario 64. Like doing the doing the sideways somersault 
instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to you don't have to like rev up for that. You switch directions instantly and you can do that jump. No problem. Right. Uh, you get the the spin jump, like the floaty spin jump, which is nice. Uh, the only thing that I don't like about Sunshine is it takes a long jump away. Ooh, long yeah. jumps like it, I know it's pretty it's key. Like, yeah. Yeah, but but they do add in things that you can only do in sunshine, right? So if you spray right. the ground and dive in sunshine, uh, you just rock it forward on the water. Right. Yeah, I saw you yeah. doing that. Yeah. So th- so there's lots of like there's lots of different techniques uh, that are unique to sunshine. Yoshi is in sunshine, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Though yeah, Yoshi's- I saw you riding one of him. Yeah, he's he's a bit of a bitch though because like if he gets in water, he dies instantly, and then you have to go find the fruit to like wake him up again. That can be really annoying. Um, and like I said, there's just some parts of it are just like brutally hard. It's the only 3D Mario game where having a life system actually like means anything because there's certain levels where or missions where you go into like a secret cave or a secret opening, and you get your flood pack removed. And then you have to go through this like very Mario obstacle course. It would it like the way that that I think about it is like what 3D Mario would have been if they didn't make it an open world experience. Like that's what mm. these levels are, and they are fucking rough, dude. And you will die. And that kind of sounds awesome though. It is. It is. But they are really difficult. And because it it, it because it's death on all sides, you know, you make a mistake. And you mm-hmm. fucking die, dude. You know, so like you get a game over and then you have to like there. For instance, I believe there's this one part and it takes probably 10 minutes to get to this one secret opening. Damn. And if I'm correct about it and it and not only does it take 10 minutes to get to it, but it takes 10 minutes of very precise movements Uh and then when you get to it, the challenge is fucking brutal, dude. It is evil. Uh, mechanically, <laughs> it's not great. And it's it's very, very, very difficult to get the eight red coins that you're supposed to get the way you're supposed to get them. And if you get a game over, it is like one of the most punishing fucking experiences, like having you get back to that area. Mm. Um, so you know that's not something i look forward to but i'm gonna i'm gonna do it eventually but mario sunshine has been a lot of fun um the other thing that sucks about mario sunshine is that in order to get all the shine sprites you need to get all the blue coins and the blue coins are fucking everywhere and mm, that's not rough. not fair they're not fair like for instance i was on um i was on pina pina park which is one of the levels mm-hmm. and i was going around on the beach And for no reason, I was just spraying water all over the beach. And I noticed that I sprayed something that made like a weird uh, sparkle. Right. So I go Mm. over and I spray it more and I spray it more. And and eventually it turns into like a blue outline of a shine sprite and a fucking blue coin pops out. And it was just like in the sand. It was just it was just in the sand. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> fuck that noise. I've never completed Super Mario Sunshine. I've gotten very close, but it's like, eh. The blue coins are fucking fucked up. Yeah, and then, that's messed up. But then I have Galaxy to look forward to. And Super Mario Galaxy is a beautiful experience. and special yeah, game for I, me. I'm really excited to get that. Like, I, I've, I've been having a lot of fun playing, like, a bunch of new franchises, you know? Because I, I went mm-hmm. through, like, uh, 
I went through uh, Dragon Quest, and I, I think I was playing something before that too, and then I was replaying Tony Hawk, and then, you know, the Yakuza games. I'm doing a lot of new stuff. You playing know? all my favorite games. It's yeah. great. And, and I went back through Dark Souls recently and stuff. Like, I've been, since we haven't been able to go outside, I've just been playing and playing and playing and just putting money that I would put towards, like, going out for a nice meal or something towards gaming instead. Yeah. Um, but I am excited to get back to some of my my uh, more like more of like my gaming roots familiar after areas. Yakuza and, yeah. and just playing some Mario. That's going to be really, really fun. Yeah, it, and it is, too. And like Mario is one of those things that I don't really get burned out on. Um, and maybe even after Galaxy, I'll, I'll go back and I'll play uh, Mario Odyssey again. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I, I like beat the fucking fuck out of that game. Same. I know, sometimes when I absolutely trash a game, it's like. I'm I don't good. want to go back to that now. Yeah, like like Breath of the Wild, for instance. Like When that came out, I like ripped through that game. You know, I could still walk mm-hmm. through that game like it was fucking yesterday. I just have no desire to play it again. No, um, I hear you. But anyway, Ty, we should, uh, we should move on to the next segment because we... We should look at some questions. Demi-chan says that she... Wants me to talk about the Jew Gold story. The Jew Gold story? I don't know if we have time, dude. We're already pushing two hours. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe, maybe we'll save it for next time. Yeah. Simple, simple, simple questions here. Uh, this is our this is our fault, by the way, for for talking too long. Okay. So, best question. Derek says, "Do you eat ass, Prin?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Only uh, only on Sundays do I eat ass prin, she says. Thank you so much. You're fucking, you're, you're, you're a champion. You're a real trooper, man. Uh, Jessica wants to know if we've seen Alita Battle Angel, and I have not. Neither have I. <laughs> Makes I'm that sorry. question easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Jessica, we haven't. Uh, but she also asks, why is McTeague the best bounty hunter? Uh, and I also can't answer that question because I don't know. We're, we're really nailing him, dude. <laughs> yeah, John Bentham. Uh, wants to know, have you watched any anime series that have made you want to visit specific real-world locations that were either shown in a series or were a big influence when creating the fictional setting for the series? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we just talked about a bunch Japan. Of like. Yeah. Uh, Shibuya. Absolutely. I would love to go there. Um, pretty much any Japanese arcade I am fascinated by, thanks to uh, High Score Girl. Mm. Um, I mean... Osaka 100 percent uh from Yakuza, which like I consider Yakuza kind of an anime series. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, what about what about you, Ty? I never really had an interest in going to Japan and then I started watching a lot of anime and suddenly I'm like, oh I really want to go to Japan now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just want to eat all the food, man. I want to eat all that food that I see in anime. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, dude. The food alone, like fucking ridiculous our weebness is always called into account whenever we get <laughs> whenever we open the comments section because people start talking about shit that i don't know what the fuck anybody's uh right like <laughs> somebody asked uh is wicked city sheer tentacle porn or do you think it has more merit <laughs> it's not sheer tentacle porn yeah there's no, definitely no, no. a vagina monster yeah uh it- that, that doesn't have any tentacles but yeah it, it has more merit it's not just tentacle porn at all 
Yeah, um, I, I love Wicked. I love Wicked City. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, somebody asked, "Where the hell can I find this podcast or this popcast?" <laughs> Will you please stop burping on your videos? I have uh, misophonia, and it drives me insane. Thank you. Do you burp on our videos? I think I burped in one video. What the fuck video was it though? I think you burped in one video twice, and it was each burp was in one of our parts, and we both kept it in. So you burped twice in that video. That might have been. Uh... <laughs> that might have been I, Demon City Shinjuku. I was about to say, I think that was Demon City Shinjuku. Luca Zanella asks, uh, Buransen go nagai or uh, R Takahashi? Now, I don't know which R Takahashi they're talking about. So I'm going to have to go uh, with uh, Buransen because he's responsible for Fist of the North Star. It's so good. The only thing that would beat Fist of the North Star is like Berserk. Yeah, Berserk um, is really fucking good. Berserk's fucking metal as fuck. We got any uh, other ones on YouTube? Yeah. Uh, Enrique asks us, are you really going to Japan? Yeah, we fucking are, dude. Yeah, we are. We have we to. We absolutely are. We have to. We've made yeah. a promise. We 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 don't make, like, uh, Patreon tiers willy-nilly. Like, we fully uh, knew that if somebody donated to that tier, we were going to Japan to take a bath to send them bath water. Yeah, it's our ninja way, dude. We don't go yeah. back on our word. It's happening. It, 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 we have to wait for COVID to end, but, <laughs> or at least become more safe for travel. But then it's actually for sure happening. Like, I'm already, like, saving and planning for that. Here, here you go, Mike. Uh, Brent asks, Mike's opinion on bleach, please. <laughs> Fuck bleach. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> I hate that shit. <laughs> here's, here's what I want to do with Bleach, right? We, we have no intention of making a Bleach video anytime soon, but uh, I watched uh, H-Bomber Guy's video on uh, Ruby, and in it, he makes fun of Bleach a good amount, and I was like, ah, he follows us. He probably likes our content. If we could make a Bleach sucks and here's why with H-Bomber Guy, I would be down. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. Okay, so like my my honest opinion on Bleach is I'm not a huge fan of the character design. I don't like the way that the main character looks. Uh, Ichigo, like he's just not. I like I just I'm I don't like Ichigo that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like his female companion. I can't remember her name. The one that like really introduces him to the Shinigami world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really like when they first go into the Shinigami world. Like, that's really cool. The anime stretches it out way too fucking long. Uh, and then pretty much everything that happened after that, I it just, like, bored me to fucking tears, dude. I was, like, waiting and waiting and waiting. I was even following a filler guide. And, like, I just, I, I couldn't get, I could not fucking get into it, dude. Like, it, it, it and it upset me it, it's it upsets me that bleach is held on the same pedestal as fucking naruto and one piece they're they're not even close to as good or it's not even as close to as good as naruto or one piece or dragon ball or dorohitero or berserker anything like bleach had a very cool premise that like got poopied on like all over the place it, i just i don't know like no no absolutely no offense to mangaka no offense to the fans like i know that i missed an era and that's part of it right like i'm mm-hmm. i'm a little bit older than a lot of you know a lot of people on youtube and stuff like that i was not around during one piece bleach naruto heyday i was i was homeless and off doing my own thing um so when i came back and really started getting back into anime um 
those shows like Naruto was was a couple of years from wrapping up, you know, like it, it had just I, I had just missed it. So when I went back and watched him, I was like, all right, One Piece it's fucking sick. Uh, Naruto, I finally watched it and I fell in love with it, even though now that I've read the manga, I think the anime is extremely slow. And I also understand that there's a ton of fucking filler in that. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, Bleach just didn't. It just didn't click with me the way the other two did. So there you go. Well, there you fucking go. Uh, have you played the Vampire Hunter D video game? I have not. That's from Spooky Dino. And I'm assuming you haven't either, Ty. No, I have not. That was on the PlayStation 1, I believe. Um, what do we think of Isekai anime? I love Isekai anime. Yeah, for the most part, it's great. I mean, there's some that are bad, but I mean, you know, we're both like in love with ReZero. So that should tell you something. Yeah, ReZero, uh, that time I got reincarnated by slime, as a slime, uh, fucking Shield Hero. Yeah, also my favorite anime is Dragon Maid, which is a reverse Isekai. So. Yeah, and then uh, what's that one about the girl I only wanted to level up my defense? That one was fun. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Bofuri. Bofuri's fucking great, dude. It's so cute. Yeah. I love it. Like, Isekai is to anime as ice cream is to food. Yeah. That's 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 what I would say. Isekai is just fun. And uh, Konosuba is one of my favorite anime of all time. So um, I fucking love Konosuba, mostly for darkness. Darkness is great. Um, do you guys plan on making a video for the film Mind Game? Yes. Eventually, yeah. We've watched it with the patrons and it was a blast, but we definitely would need to watch it again. And we have our entire schedule for like the next three months filled out. So it'll be a hot minute. Uh, any chance y'all will cover... Oh, and that was from Hua, uh, by the way. Hua. Uh, Caleb Mann asks, any chance y'all will cover the next One Piece saga soon? Uh, that is a difficult question to answer. We have to get the channel uh, back into a place where we can take a risk again. Right. Um, so once we get there and we feel comfortable, yes. The other option is we will just make One Piece videos for Patreon. Um mm-hmm. So maybe we'll do that. I'm not yeah, sure. We'll figure it out. Like the last time we made a one piece video, it really hurt the channel uh, because it got copyrighted immediately and yeah. it got copyrighted in the worst possible way that it can get copyrighted. Uh, I'm not going to go into the multiple ways that that can happen right now, but basically it really fucked us over. So we've been very hesitant to do it again. Uh, yeah. But Mike and I, we have been taking risks on YouTube since we've started. So I am sure we will get the channel back to where we want it to be. And then we'll be like, hey, let's do something maybe stupid. Uh, you know, that's that's usually how we do things. And then yep. um, there's a couple questions, you know, questions we can't really answer because we haven't seen the anime like Great Teacher Onizuka. I haven't seen um, School Days. I may have seen, but I don't remember it. So sorry, Sean Murphy and Night of Awesome 100. Um, will we play the PS1 Devilman game uh, from Anna Bananakin? <laughs> Anna Bananakin? <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> uh, here it's quite interesting. I, I mean, I would love to. Uh, you know, it's just about getting it um, or emulating it. Sounds like something that probably only came out in Japan. And uh, Raymond, sorry uh, that we haven't really talked that much about Devilman. Um, we will soon once we get more into it. Um, and Elder Castle, who listens to our podcast on YouTube every time, says, why are you weebs and what are weebs? <laughs> why are you weebs? I don't know. I don't really think that I don't really think that I'm a. So, I mean, the tr- 
traditional definition of a weeaboo is somebody Stop trying who, to define my weebiness. <laughs> well, uh, well, a weeaboo, weeaboo is like, I feel like people have been trying to take it back, but it was originally like an insult, like calling somebody a redneck. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, yeah, being a weeb was basically being like a like a kind of disrespectful Japanophile. Um, and I can't say that I'm not a Japanophile. Like, I don't worship Japan. I find Japan fascinating. I find it I find it to be a brilliant example of the differences in the human condition as a yep. whole. They are it is a unique environment with a very unique culture and a unique society and it is endlessly fucking fascinating that this developed in isolation on an island and that they were able to go from zero to a hundred as far as modernization in a century, in less than a century, in 80 years. And and they were fucking nuked. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like, like there is, there is something very, very, very special about the Japanese people. And, and I find it, I find it fucking fascinating. Always. Yeah, and I totally agree. Their history yeah. is some of the most in- interesting history you can find. Yep. And and you'll always find something new. Always. Because, like, on top of their, like, you know, their political history, their, their uh, you know, conflict history, like, there's also these, these dueling religions between Buddhism and Shintoism uh, that, like, I mean, they're, like, one of the only countries to have you know these two mainstream religions that not only work separately but also are 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 part two parts of a whole you know that is the japanese philosophy it's 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 fascinating fascinating i I guess we answered that question (laughs) demi she also asked what's what's your guilty pleasure anime or the one that uh you watch to lift your mood for me it's dragon maid every single time uh if i need if i need a mood boost i watch dragon maid for me, it's usually some kind of battle etchy, uh, like Ikitosen, um is one of my favorites. Mocking Key, I like a lot. Seki Ray, uh, just something with like, like no reason titties, <laughs> <laughs> like awful upskirt camera angles all the time. That shit just makes me laugh. I love it. But uh, yeah, that's it. So guys, thank you so much for listening the bonsai podcast i think this is our longest one yet and it is just packed full of shit i don't think we stopped at once <laughs> not really so, yeah it was a good time uh so listen to tyler because tyler has important things to say to you oh oh you you just you're you're just making me do it this time no nah, i'm just fucking with you tyler where can they find us on twitter <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like oh fuck <laughs> uh it's at bonsai underscore pop on the Instagram at bonsai underscore pop. Where can they send us a Gmail, Tyler? Bonsai pop team at gmail.com. How about on twitch.tv? Twitch.tv slash bonsai pop. I'm just fuck. Underscore pop. Underscore pop. Uh, Patreon? Patreon.com slash bonsai pop. And finally, the most important YouTube where we make our content. 
youtube.com slash bonsai pop or just search bonsai pop in youtube or just search bonsai pop on fucking google just search bonsai pop you'll find us that's right and i would like to send a very special shout out to our lucky patron of the week master ninja daug uh who is currently playing game dev tycoon and uh we have a new top patron so we have to fucking give it we have to give it to him this week holy shit alpha sigma ae our hot spring honey my guy spring fucking honey dude thank you so much for being our lovely patrons you're a crazy motherfucker but thank you dude yes you're all you're all crazy you're all you're all crazy in a good way crazy good all right guys this has been the bonsai popcast you all go out and have a good week bye Bye, everybody.